It is Trinity Sunday, and one of the sort of unspoken codes for clergy who preach on Trinity Sunday is finding a way to preach on the Trinity without committing heresy. Amen. So to help us along a little bit this year, uh, there was a resource that was posted on YouTube as part of a rather irreverent set of videos about church doctrine and theology by a Lutheran pastor. And on the Trinity is a dialogue between a couple of Irish medieval farmers and St. Patrick. And the farmers are identical twins, and they're sort of standing there, sort of like a couple of characters from The Simpsons, interviewing this talking icon of Patrick. So one of them says, so tell us, Patrick, how do you explain the Trinity? And keep in mind, we're not very educated people, so, so tell us in plain, simple words. So Patrick, the talking icon, says, well, the Trinity is a little bit like water. Water can take three different forms. It can take a form of a solid as ice or as liquid form as water or as a gaseous form in steam. Oh, Patrick, says one of the farmers. That's modalism. That's an ancient heresy of the church. You'll have to do better than that. So Patrick starts to look a little bit with some consternation and says, well, the Trinity is sort of like the sun. And the sun shines and you feel its heat and its light and the sun produces those and, and that's sort of like the Trinity. It all comes from the same place. Oh, Patrick. Oh, Patrick, that's Arianism. Ancient heresy of the church. Patrick goes, well, the Trinity is a little bit like a shamrock with, oh, Patrick. That's partialism. Fine, says Patrick. Fine. The best definition of the Trinity is found in the Athanasian Creed, that we all worship one God in Trinity and Trinity in unity, neither confounding the persons nor dividing the substance, where there is one person of the Father, another of the Son, and another of the Holy Ghost. But the Godhead of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost is all one, the glory equal, the majesty co-eternal. But why didn't you say so in the first place, Patrick? <laughs> uh. When we think of the Trinity, we think of the dynamic relationship that God has, not only in God's self, but with all of us. A dynamism that's summed up best these days in my daughter, who is uh, about 20 months old, and her favorite word these days is, no. No. And the interesting thing about no is that as my spiritual director is fond of saying, it composes a complete sentence. But you also are, are immediately confronted with this boundary, which means you have to engage in some kind of dynamic relationship with her if you're going to get anywhere at all. No is very powerful. And then her other favorite word is yay. And that's even more clear when we are out walking 
the yay that she has for everything. You can't get a block with her in 10 minutes because there's always a flower or a bug or a blade of grass or something that she has to look at and take delight in. And that reminds me today of the reading from Proverbs about holy wisdom. And I wanted to share with you all this beautiful icon of holy wisdom. It's one of my favorite icons by Robert Lentz. And it depicts a Christ-like figure. It is Christ. The tradition holds that holy wisdom is a manifestation of Christ. A very young Christ. A sort of androgynous Christ. In Christ there is no male or female, writes St. Paul. Holding the earth lovingly over the waters of chaos. And you can almost see in the eyes the joy, the yay, if you will, of wisdom delighting in creation. That is what we get from the understanding of the Trinity, this delight, just like my daughter delighting in the blades of grass and in the flowers. And I'll give this to the choir, otherwise I will never hear the end of it. <laughs> there you are. We can imagine, for instance, that we have a God who is not distant and aloof, nor a God who is angry and constantly demanding satisfaction and sacrifice from us. Not a God who bargains, but a God who delights. The Trinity that says, yay, in every flower, in every blade of grass, on every pathway, on every byway, in the good places and in the bad, in the darkness and in the light, and above all for each of us in our hearts. This God who delights in life, who dances with us, this dance of unfolding creation, who is deeply a part of us as much as we are a part of the divine spark. Imagine that, if you will, and understand the deep mystery of the Trinity. Understand what we are called to as a people on mission. In cooperation with a God who is always relating to us and everything that is and everything that will be forever. This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorNV.org. That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R-M-V for Mill Valley, dot O-R-G. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon.